Welcome to r slash best of Redditor updates, where OP's fiance wants to try a poly relationship. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash true off my chest. My husband of five years asked for a threesome with my best friend, and she agreed. I'm a 26-year-old woman, and I met my husband, who's 35, seven years ago. We've been married for five of those years. I love my husband and all that he's done for me, but I fear that my marriage and my relationship with my best friend is now over. Not to mention, I just found out that I'm pregnant, and this only started happening after I told my husband. He was very much on board with having a kid with me, and we've been trying for around six months. For context, my best friend, Mia, who's 28, knew my husband before me, and they were incredibly close before I even knew him. When I first met my husband, I suspected there was something going on between them, but they always denied it. However, they admitted while they were drunk that they were indeed sleeping together before I got together with my husband. Even though it's not important now, it still plays on my mind, you know, especially considering what just happened. Anyways, two weeks ago, my husband suggested a threesome for the first time, and I was already not on board with it. I quickly said no, and I hoped that he would never bring it up again. Two days after that, he suggested it again, and once again, I declined. He asked again later that night after we passionately hugged, and once again, I said no. After that, he stopped asking, and I thought that was the end of it. However, three days ago, he asked me out to lunch, and I was pretty excited considering he never takes me on dates anymore. When we got to the restaurant, my best friend was sitting there and was confused because he never mentioned that she'd be there. The vibe was weird from the start, to be honest, but I tried to think nothing of it. Halfway through the lunch, my husband asked me again, I want to consider the idea of a threesome again, and I thought it would be a good idea if Mia was involved. I didn't know what to say. I asked if Mia knew about this, and she said yes, and that she'd known about his plans for over a month. I was devastated. I said no, paid for my meal, and left with my car. I feel so betrayed and hurt right now. I have no words. This man is meant to be the father of my child, but I can't look at him. I've been staying with my mom, and he's been phoning and calling me dramatically, and that he'll just drop it. Mia's been spamming me too, saying the same thing, but I don't know what to do. Then, the next day, OP posted an update. They both agreed to arrange a talk with me this morning, and I'm not even shocked, but I still can't stop crying. When I arrived, they were sitting so close to each other, it genuinely made me feel so sick. They didn't seem upset at all. They were just talking like normal, and even smiling, which is so gross to me, seeing as they both know that I'm upset right now. Anyways, when I sat down, I flat out asked them if they had been seeing each other behind my back, and everything I've been suspecting these past three days was confirmed. They had been sleeping with each other. I'm so heartbroken right now. I don't think I can carry this child. These past few days have felt so unreal, and I'm a wreck. I know that it's early to decide this, but I do think that abortion is the correct decision for me. I also asked him why he decided to tell me this now and not earlier, or when I wasn't carrying his child. And he literally just shrugged, shook his head, and said, well, I don't know, as if that was a good enough answer. Mia was mostly quiet the whole time, but I don't think she feels the slightest bit of guilt. To everyone saying divorce, that is most likely what will happen. 
I'm terrified as I've known him for most of my adult life and he's the only man I've ever been with. He's in control of our bills, our rent, and overall finances. I literally have no idea what I'm doing. Oh man, this post is a train wreck. Well, for one thing, OP, I can tell you why he waited until you were pregnant. Because then, you had so much more to lose and you were less likely to turn him down. This is disgusting behavior from both your friend and your husband. And I hope things work out for you in the end, OP. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash askreddit. My dad abandoned me when I was two, and now he wants to meet me. I ended up living in six foster homes and faced a lot of abuse after my mom overdosed. Does it make me a horrible person to meet him just to tell him how I grew up? My mom overdosed when I was four. I was used to her passing out for periods of time, so I just made toast and watched cartoons at first. But on the third day, I got bored and went to play at the playground. Someone became concerned, and next thing you know, they're taking her away, and I'm going to stay with some nice people. Well, none of those nice people were very nice at all. I could go into details, but let's just say that I was removed from the first few due to abuse. And by the time that I was put in a decent home, I wasn't a nice little kid that people wanted to adopt anymore. I was too old and a douchebag who hated them because I knew, in little kid logic, that even though they had red bunk beds and gave me ice cream after dinner, that soon they would be like the rest. I eventually ran away when I was 16. My foster dad got mad at me for going in the fridge without asking, and next thing I know, I'm packing my bags because I figured someone would pay me to do grunt work and wouldn't treat me like trash. I'm 24 now, and my dad friended me on Facebook. We have the same name, and he sent me a long message about how he's gotten older now, and he thinks that I should meet my siblings, etc. But I hate him. Maybe I shouldn't, but he left me with a heroin addict and went on about his life. He has a family now? Well, cool, I never had one. Not until I grew up and started my own. I honestly think that letting him know that I don't want to be his buddy or his son or whatever he thinks he needs would make me feel better. I could stop hating him and resenting him, unload it on him, and just move on. I also want to let him know that I lived in an apartment with my dead mom for three days, and we didn't have anyone who cared about us enough to come by. I want to show him the burns that I have on my arm. I want to let him know that I hid from one of my foster dads every night under my bed, and prayed to a god I no longer believe in that he would just leave me alone. I want him to know that I never had real birthdays or Christmases, that I wasn't even allowed to go in the fridge in most of these places, and in extreme cases, I wasn't even allowed to leave my room unsupervised. Would this be petty and horrible? Should I just ignore him? So a lot of people down in the comments are asking OP if OP's dad even knew that he existed, and OP clarifies. They called my dad to see if he had any interest in me when my mom died. He didn't. And neither did any of his family. He then signed away any rights he had. And what did my mom do? Yeah, she OD'd. I mean, she tried. She fed me and clothed me and loved me. She was addicted to a drug, and it was a horrible thing. But she loved her son. He walked away from us, and now, 22 years later, decided to see how life has treated me. And then OP posted an update. Apparently, OP decided to write his father a letter and he shared it with Reddit. Dear Jack, I'm 24 years old. I'm not the little boy who cried when you left. 
I'm a man with a son and daughter of my own. I've never spent more than a weekend away from them. I'm a father and a good one. I don't need you anymore. Once, I needed you. When my mom died, I really could have used a dad. I could have used anybody. When she died, there wasn't even anybody there. No one cared about us. I spent three days in that apartment, eating toast and just waiting for her to wake up. And then they called you because you were my dad. You were 23, young, but not so young, really. If you had come and gotten me, you would have had a son. I would have loved you forever. But you didn't. So I went to a bunch of people who didn't love me, but did love the paycheck they got with me. It did not make them treat me well. I have burn marks on my arm, and I still can't spend time in dark spaces after being shut in closets. An afternoon is a long time when you can't count. I didn't count on anybody. I used to pray the way mom did with me when I was little. But after praying for someone to come and rescue me long enough, hiding under my bed and praying that my foster dad wouldn't come in and would leave me alone just for one night, just one night, I stopped believing in most things. I lived in seven different homes from 4 to 16. And even the decent ones, I was never family. I didn't have real birthdays or Christmases. I wasn't allowed to go in the fridge and just get food when I was hungry. When I was 16, me and my foster dad got in a fight over a ham sandwich. Boy, what are you doing in our things? And so I left. 16 with nobody to call and 40 bucks. I just walked away with a backpack. Anything could have happened to me. But I made it. I'm a man now and I don't need you. I don't want you to feel bad. I just want you to know why I can't be your son. I'm 24 and I've never been anyone's son. I don't know how, and I just don't have it in me. Signed, Jackson. Well, um, OP definitely took the high road here. And while that's commendable, I know people like applaud that type of behavior. Personally, I think the dad deserves what's coming to him. OP, you don't want your dad to feel bad? Why? I would want him to feel bad. He should feel bad. He's a bad person and a worse father. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash am I the bad guy. Am I the bad guy for not inviting people to my Christmas party after they didn't invite me to their wedding? I've thrown a pretty big Christmas party every year going on a decade now. A few years ago, at one of these parties that I throw, my friend Tara met my former coworker Tony and they hit it off. They dated for a while, and two years later, once again at my Christmas party, she showed up with a ring on her finger, and they announced for the first time that they were engaged. I was super happy for them. They got married this spring. We did not get invited to the wedding. When I was sending around my party invitations this year, I didn't see any reason to invite them back if they didn't think that I was worthy of making their guest list. I've known them both for years, basically introduced them, and they literally announced their engagement at my home. The news got back to me today that they're very upset with us for not inviting them this year, that my party is something they consider special, and they think I'm being petty. A couple of friends mentioned that it was a smaller wedding, and they feel like I'm just punishing them. But it wasn't a small wedding, though. There were probably 200 people there, and I knew at least 50 of them. Also, I was a little surprised at some of the names that made the cut over us. I didn't make a stink about it or anything, but I don't see why I should welcome them into my home again after being snubbed like that. My partner thinks that I should just let it go and invite them back but I don't see a reason why I should. Then, one week later, OP posted an update. 
I stuck to my guns and did not invite them to my Christmas party. My partner stood by me when I told him that I'd made my decision and didn't bring it up again. Neither did our friends. Many of you guessed that they would try to crash our party. I got worried that could happen, but thankfully it didn't. Probably like a hundred different people guessed that she wanted to hijack the party to announce that she was pregnant, and if that's the case, they haven't told anyone, as far as I know. They did, however, decide to try to throw their own party at the same time as ours. Several mutual friends told us they were trying to convince them to come to their party instead. Honestly, I hope they did have some guests and they had a great time. I wish them no ill will. But I think just about everyone we expected to came to our party, so I doubt they poached any guests from us. They made enough of a last-minute fuss over this that this whole drama became part of the gossip of our party. This was their doing, not mine. I chose to not engage in it, but the consensus I heard was that everyone thought that it was bizarre that they chose not to invite us to their wedding and that them complaining about not being invited to ours was in poor taste. The most common question on Reddit was, why did we not get an invite to their wedding? From what I gathered from people gossiping at our party about the situation, they said it was because we were a little bit older than they are. I think that's weird, since my partner and I are both 35, and they're like 28 and 29, so it's not like we're very far apart. Tara used to hang out with us at least once a week when she was single, and I literally introduced them. The whole thing seems strange to me, but I guess it is what it is. Yeah, OP, um, I sort of sensed when I was reading this post that there's this undercurrent of confusion going through you right now. And I've got the same sense of confusion. I just don't really understand what the deal is with that other couple. Why would they not invite you? It feels like an intentional snub because you seem like such a logical person to invite. Like, I could even imagine them mentioning your party at the wedding when they give toast and say, I'll always remember the first time I met you at such and such's party during the Christmas. There was mistletoe. It was so romantic. Snow was falling. I knew then and there that I loved you. Like, that's sweet, right? Here's my theory. Here's, this just popped into my head. I think that these are the type of people who, whenever they come to someone else's event, they always have to make it about them. Maybe, maybe because they, they announced the engagement at OP's party which is, you know, kind of stealing OP's thunder, even though OP didn't mind. So maybe they didn't want to invite OP to this party because they assumed OP would do the same thing, maybe? I don't know. This is really weird behavior. But since this was posted to r slash am I the bad guy, I'm going to go ahead and give you a rating. OP, you get an easy 0 out of 5 bad guys. The friends, I don't know if I can give them a bad guy score. I guess I can. Like, not inviting you to the wedding, there's nothing wrong with that. They're not bad guys for that. But they are bad guys for being hypocritical and then trying to throw, like, a spite party to steal friends. That's really petty. So I'll give them one out of five bad guys. That was our slash best of Redditor updates. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.